Good afternoon, everyone. This is Dr. Armstrong. Thankful to be back again with you for another edition of Tuesday Tips. Tuesday Tips. Uh, if these videos are beneficial to you, I would appreciate if you would like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, follow me on Instagram and Facebook, um, as well as Twitter. So today we're going to jump right into um, what we're going to talk about today. And I feel that it is very uh, pertinent in today's world. Again, I said again, uh, because we are again embarked on another crust of race, equality, and justice race, equality, and justice. Uh, and with that being said, we have to look at what the uh, forecast has been previously for race, justice, and equality. For people of color, and let me, please, let me explain there is a fundamental difference between colored people and people of color. A fundamental difference. Uh, colored was an old adage of a racial, racial determination uh, that lessened the potential of an individual. Uh, my parents on their birth certificates were uh, listed as, as a race Negro. While my grandfather, where I picked up his birth certificate, was listed as colored. And he went on through life calling people of color colored. We have since moved beyond that. Okay. Um, hopefully, in some of the coming days, coming weeks, uh, coming years, people will understand that people of color have, in fact, emphatically experienced and have been faced with injustices and inequality okay so as a therapist where does all of this tie in with psychology and therapy and counseling and uh, psychotherapy why why does race even have to matter so I ran across a very good article that I feel might help us uh, in our quest uh, to determine why race matters. Okay. First, let me put this out there too. It is a known fact that there is privilege in the world today. Privilege exists. That privilege has not been afforded to people of color. Okay? 
Let's get that on the table. That privilege has been used as a catapult to advance in society and in some facets, some facets to even uh, keep a certain group of people from advancing. Okay. So with that said, I would like to read this, uh, Why Race Matters in Psychology, Therapy, and Counseling. The ethnic minority population in the United States are rapidly growing in relative magnitude, accounting for at least 30% of the United States population, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. Despite this changing demographic of potential clients, Mental health professionals are still predominantly Caucasian, as well as those who seek therapy. With only 10% of the Caucasian race uh, being classified as non-white currently uh, in the American Psychological Association as of 2014, Therefore, many of the ethnic minorities seeking mental health services will encounter a clinician who is of different ethnic background. As this population continues to grow, it is important for those in the field of psychology and for those seeking psychological services to examine how different differences in races affect the working relationship between a therapist and a client and how providers can best accommodate this expanding group of clients so what we're looking at here is the fact that people of color need to find for those who actually seek therapy and counseling. They need to find a therapist, psychologist, or counselor they can relate to. Understand, uh, and I have many colleagues who are in the profession who are white, and they do understand, but because they are not in the race and have not experienced discrimination, have not experienced injustices, have not experienced racial inequalities, they don't know how to relate to their client. And that is the major, major gulf of separation between people of color Finding a therapist or counselor or someone in the mental health profession who they can relate to. Okay? Now, the bright side of this situation is this. There are more and more therapists of different ethnicities, ethnicities who are out there now who are able to treat and not only able to treat but able to relate that is what we're looking for P
people of relatability. You know, me as a black man, I'm driving in my car, I see a policeman. Now, I don't necessarily have fear because I've been taught not to fear. Uh, that was something my father instilled in me. Don't fear anybody, and I don't. Uh, the only person you fear is God. Okay. But there is still the subconscious thought of if this person stops me, what is their mental capacity in their profession that they are to first protect and serve? Are they going to do that? I know I don't understand why police fail to adhere to the vow that they have taken to protect and serve. I don't get that. There's always finding a fault or they're out there to catch the speeder or they're out there to catch the person running the red light or they're out there trying to catch someone whose license plate is out. Come on. Now, if someone is speeding at an extravagant uh, speed where they could harm someone by not being able to stop, then I completely understand that. But for somebody going 5 or 10 miles over the speed limit, you stop them, you run their tags and all this kind of stuff. To me, you're finding something or trying to find something on that person. You know, and you know, some people, they're out here living their lives. They could care less about traffic violations. <laughs> they could care less about what's on their background. They're going to work, they're doing the job they're supposed to do, so on and so forth. And then here you come, a cop, interrupting their life. But you're not there to protect and serve. You're there to find fault. There's a major difference in protecting and serving and fault finding. So we go into the realm of uh, relatability and psychology. I advise people of color to go to the internet. There are plenty of uh, sites out there where you can actually find therapist of color and if you are experiencing traumatic issues I advise you to please go seek the help that you need seek the help that you need don't be afraid drop the stigma we now in the profession we are able to do therapy online just as if you FaceTime or duo or Skype with a friend. That's all it takes is a device. Everybody has them now. My 83-year-old mother has doctor's appointments online now. So if, if, if an 83-year-old lady uh, who is not that big on technology but she can use it, I'm for sure that there are some 40-year-olds out there that can jump online with a therapist and get the help that they need. Don't keep everything so bottled up inside. It's, it's not worth it. I'm thankful that I'm in the position to help. And this is still Men's Mental Health Month. I'm thankful I'm in the position to be able to help men who are seeking therapy for whatever reason. Uh, you know, trauma 
is the number one reason a person should seek therapy. No matter what type of trauma it may have been, get the help that you need. Get the help that you need. So with that said, Ben, people, uh, uh, I appreciate you listening in. I know this one has went a little long, but don't let your racial background or your racial ethnicity be a stumbling block. You are somebody. Yes, I believe that. There's nobody out there better than you. Don't look down on yourself, but always remember that you have yourself to depend on. Get the help that you need. If you would like, you can feel free to reach out to me and I'll be more than glad to assist you in your healing process, especially to all my brothers out there, white, black, it don't matter who you are, all my brothers out there. Come on, man, drop the pride. And let's get together and get to healing, all right? So thank you, people. Hope you all have a wonderful day. I will talk with you soon. Take care.